Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today, I'm happy to be with you. I apologize for having to meet a little bit later on today because of some things that were going on, but I really wanted to uh, have a really good time on the show today uh, and spend time today talking about the things that we need to evict. So there were a few of you that made some comments earlier, and uh, I really want for us to to step back, take a moment, look at our lives, look at what is going on, look at who it is that we want to be, and make some assessments on how we can translate our lives and transport ourselves, basically, to being that person. So you've heard maybe sometimes that we need to look at where we want to be, who we want to be in our life, and and act as we are already our future self. So some of that is what I'm going to be talking about today. But before we can do any of that, we really need to make sure that we understand the word evict. Okay, so as I was mentioning earlier to a few of you, is that that word really has a lot of power. It has a lot of power. And if I'm talking about evicting barriers uh, from our mind and from our life, part of that has to do with the force that's necessary, okay? So in, when we talk about transformation, it's not necessary that we can say that we are doing it from the standpoint of just easing into it. That is not something that we can ease into. And what we're talking about, like I said, is the fact that there are a lot of things that go on in our life, a lot of things that we've been through. And quite frankly, a lot of it has taken a toll on a lot of us, right? Where uh, we're just so bogged down with the different things that have transpired in our life that we can't seem to just break through to get to the next level. So what I want to give you today are some tips on how we can do that and how we can do it from the standpoint of using our mind and using all of the tools that are at our disposal, okay? So there are a number of things, a number of different types of techniques that are out there, some of which I'm going to go over today, but the main thing that I want us to do is focus in even on the word focus. In order for us to do this method, in order for us to have where we are putting our mind to work in this way, we have to have focus. And uh, as I was mentioning earlier about the word evict, that is a powerful word because it is forcibly, forcibly taking an action. Now, when we talk about getting evicted from a home or from an apartment, it's not where it's a pleasant thing. And it's not where it's something that just happens over time. When you get evicted, you get evicted, okay? And it's something that happens basically right away. And there's a number of things that we're even going to get into related to how what I'm talking about doing with our mind is something that uh, has a, uh, an analogy related to the actual word evict when you get evicted from, from a house or from whatever it is that you get evicted from. So when we're talking about bringing down barriers and strongholds that are in our mind, they are really strongholds, okay? And so first of all, if we understand the word evict, if we understand the power behind it, and the fact that even when I mentioned earlier about the fact that it, it is in relation to various laws related to being a tenant or the laws related to being a manager or landlord over uh, that property. So we need to think of our mind as our property. And we need to think of it in the perspective of, is there something? Is there someone? Are there thoughts that are up there that are in our mind that should not be? And if that is the case, if it is where there's some things that we need to, that we know already, 
that we need to get rid of. I want you to just maybe take uh, some time if you do have a, a pen and some paper or if you want to take some notes uh, online, you can go ahead and do that. But what I want you to do is just think about two or three things that you may need to evict, okay? What are two to three things that you may need to evict? And I'm just going to give you a moment to, to think about that because uh, this is a very serious show. This is a very important show because I know for a fact that there are some things that uh, I was not pleased with, am not pleased with, uh, related to how I use my mind and what I allow into my mind. And so if this is you, if you have those two or three things, I just want you to take this time right now to write down maybe your top thing or second, third, fourth, how many ever it is that you need to write down of some things that you know you need to evict. Now, again, I'll say it again related to that word. It means to expel, to eject, to remove, to, to do all of this forcibly, okay, and to do it right away with urgency. The word evict has a sense of urgency, and you know that there's different things that you want to do in your life that you're not able to do right now because your mind is bogged down and it's weighed down related to you allowing these things to be in your life, allowing these toxic people to be in your life, then we need to do something about it. And that's what this show is about. This particular show today is about the word eviction and evicting those barriers, those things that just weigh us down, that allow us to not go to the next level. So uh, I hope you have started your list and you are looking at the various things that may be um, holding you down so that we can uh, analyze those and take you uh, out of this situation uh, in haste, okay, in haste. So when we look at the word evict, and when we look at the fact that there are things in our mind that are weighing us down, uh, one of the things that uh, is in some of the literature that uh, I read often is uh, the uh, comment, and one of my friends really likes this comment, related to the fact that thoughts are things. Thoughts are things. And so if we put motion behind these things and our thoughts, then it's easier for us to maybe relate to how we can uh, get them out of our life. Now, what do I mean by that? Thoughts are things, and I'm saying that we need to put some motion to how we relate to these things, okay? So one of the things that I've talked about is that this is a word of force. Evict is a word of force. And if we're talking about using a word of force related to our mind, there is uh, the thought that uh, we need to be um, in a hurry. We need to be in haste to get this done so that we can go on and live a life of purpose and live a life that we were meant to live because our mind will now be clear in order to handle these things in a different way. So what do I mean by motion? Thoughts are things. This is your head. Your head is where you have thoughts, okay? You have feelings and other things down here, maybe in your heart, but this is where you have. So if you've written down those three things, I want you to go ahead and put your hands up here, even if you haven't written them down. Uh, we're talking about motion, okay? So put your hands up here related to where your thoughts are, and we want to evict, okay? We want to evict things that are in your mind, those barriers, those strongholds out so that we can then put what we need to put in it. Some of the, what we need to put in it is the word acceptance of ourselves. We're not getting to those points yet, but I just wanted to say that, that these are some of the things that we're going to be going over on this particular show. So put your hands right here. And what we're doing is we're evicting, okay? We're evicting. And when you evict, it is a sharp motion. And it has to do with the fact that you're utilizing your energy to, to bring down and to bring down and out the things that are not going to be in your mind anymore, okay? So I don't want you to just think about it. I want you to put the motion to it. And that's why I said thoughts are things and we're putting motion to these things. We're putting motion to the things that we're bringing out, evicting and pushing away from our body, okay? So one of the things that, that is very near and dear and close to my heart is uh, one of the quotes from Napoleon Hill. And it says, whatever the mind can believe and conceive, it can achieve. Whatever the mind can believe and conceive, it can achieve. Well, part of that is the word believing. And where do you believe? You believe right here. Some people believe in their heart too, okay? But you believe right here. 
but you need to be able to have the mental energy that you need in order to have even a belief, okay? So the first thing I asked you when I got on the show today is who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And some people say, what is your why? What is your purpose? But I'm asking you, who do you want to be? I want to be a person that helps people to break through their barriers in their life and in their mind, that helps people to achieve their dreams, okay? To help people to, to get to the place where they can do what it is that they want to do every day and in, in how they sustain themselves. I want to be a person that helps people, not just monetarily to get to six figures and seven figures, but to get to where you feel that you are fulfilled in your life, okay? And to have the life that you deserve. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us um, a sound mind. He has given us a sound mind. There's other portions to that, but I want to talk about the mind. He has given us a sound mind. And whether you're a Christian or not, the fact is that the mind has so much that goes on in it, thousands and thousands of thoughts each and every day, thousands of them. We make thousands of decisions, some conscious and some not conscious, where there's, I think it's over 30 to 40,000 decisions that we make in one day. Even my decisions right now, am I going to move my hands in this manner? Am I going to look at the camera or am I going to look somewhere else Am I going to breathe right now? Am I going to put my elbow on this table? There are so many different decisions that happen each and every day that we don't even realize that some of that has to do with the things that we have allowed in our minds. Okay, so what do I mean by that? The first thing that I want you um, to know about the three things that you may have written down that you need to evict is that those things may have been placed in your mind, but they are not necessarily your fault. A lot of how we live, a lot of how we, who we have become is based on the fact that we have been given certain beliefs based on how we were raised. We've been given certain beliefs based on even where we were born. We've been given certain beliefs based on the fact that we were, are a male or a female. There's a number of things that go into that. Okay, so if you've written down that you want to evict maybe the thought of caring about how you look, about how other people feel that you look, or you want to evict the fact that you have certain fears, or maybe there's uh, other things you want to evict about uh, your relationship with money, okay? Whatever the case may be, the fact is, is that a lot of that has come because of things that are not our fault. I mean, I was raised in a household where uh, we, we had money. We didn't have a lot of money, but we had money. And uh, we chose to use it on our family as well as people in the community. Okay. And so I grew up uh, with my parents giving me the example that it is better to give than to receive. And I grew up uh, understanding a little bit about money because they, they taught me about money. They got a bank account for me, set up a bank account when I was in elementary school and sat me down with the banker and we went over how to use the little brown book to put in money and then what happens when you subtract the money and talk about various things related to how the whole banking system works. Okay. Now, if you did not have that lesson when you were in elementary school, you may have a totally different view of, of money because you weren't taught how to save. Now, at that point in time, I was not necessarily taught how to invest, but I was taught how to save. And I was taught how to use my money wisely and how to plan related to finances. Okay. So again, what I'm talking about today are what are some of the things that we need to evict? Now, I gave some examples to you, but those may not be your examples. And some of your examples may revolve around people that you need to permanently or temporarily evict from your life. Now, when I mentioned that earlier, <clears throat> there were some, some comments and some thoughts related to that. And I'm not saying that uh, it needs to be permanent. And I think I said that even this morning, that sometimes we need to do things based on a season. And we need to even evict ourselves 
where we forcibly take ourselves out of being the person who's in the middle of everybody doing a lot of things when maybe there's a time that we need to just kind of slow it down, pull it back a little bit and focus on the plan that we have for our life. That's if we have a plan, understanding who it is that we want to be, okay? So part of today's show is, first of all, answering the question, who do you want to be? And then if you're serious about that, the thing that you would do is then write down some things that you know that you need to remove so that you have the energy, the time, and the focus to be able to put things in your mind and in your life that are best for you, okay? So it really comes down to what it is that you want to do with your life. What do you want to do with your life? I have spent many years, uh, including my husband, even before we got married, uh, talking to people, pouring into people, counseling people of all different ages, race, creeds, and color uh, to help people make it through, get through various issues. And one of the things that we maybe did not necessarily focus on a lot was having people really take that step back to understand who it is that they want to be. So I keep coming back to that today because uh, it is still the new year. It's still January, and it's a time where people make New Year's resolutions. It's time that some people do uh, look inward to understand more of who they are inside so that they can do better outward. But I don't want us to just look inward. I want us to spend this time actually analyzing and putting in place some things that can help us and really catapult us to the life that we deserve. So. When we talk about what do we evict, um, some of what uh, research has shown is that there are a lot of people that have where they have this fear or issue with abandonment in various areas of their life. They have issues with acceptance. They have thoughts related to fear. And when we think about abandonment, acceptance and fear, they are all combined into the fact that we are letting other people influence us maybe in ways that we should not. Because if we feel abandoned, it's because we allow ourselves to feel that way as a result of something that someone said or something that someone did. And I'm not saying that it's not hard sometimes if it's a friendship, a, a marriage even, even if it's just a, a relationship with a person, a, a family member or a friend that has gone awry and we then feel abandonment. And even if it is the word acceptance and we have where we we're in a group, we're not in that group anymore, or we're a part of a family, but they don't necessarily invite us to all of the events that the family has. Uh, we work at a particular company and everyone goes out to, to lunch, they don't invite you. Um, there's a lot of different ways that we can look at the word acceptance, even on social media, okay? A lot of people really put a lot of weight into whether their particular posts were accepted or not and how many people like their posts. And that is an acceptance issue. And studies have shown that uh, social media has caused, you know, this great uh, leap people as far as the number of people that are exp experiencing depression because of being accepted on social media or not. So what do we do related to the show that we're talking about today? Is that we need to just evict that thought from our mind. Evict that thought from our mind. So we have a purpose. Everyone has one. You just need to find what it is. And if you are where you're on your way to understanding more of what your purpose is, then that's great. If not, then, then we can have a discussion about that. Uh, one of the things that I do along with uh, 
my profession is I am a life coach. And so we can get together, we can have those conversations that we need to have in order to get you to the place that you need to be so that you can then be catapulted to living the life that you deserve. So if abandonment, if acceptance, if those things are part of what you're dealing with as far as thoughts that have been hindering you, then I'm here to just give you some encouragement that sometimes you do have to just withdraw in order to put your place in, put yourself in a place to grow. So don't worry about the abandonment. Don't worry about the acceptance. Go to a quiet place and whether you listen to music, whether you just have it quiet, Whatever a quiet place means to you, bring yourself to a place where you can have mental calmness, okay? Mental calmness so that you can then understand what do you need to evict? What do you need to evict? And when you come to that realization, as I mentioned before, I don't want to have where you just write it down and then you just think about what it is you need to evict. Uh, I would hope that you would be able to do the motions that I'm talking about doing, okay? It really does help. It really does help when you put motion to it that I need to evict my thought of caring what other people think about my body. I need to evict the thought of being afraid to do a certain thing because a lot of people that do, a lot of the things that they do right now are people who have tried and some of them have failed. Some have failed miserably. But guess what? The people who succeed are the people who kept trying. Because if you don't continue to try, you'll never know if that's something that is you could do or not. And with that being said, the fear of failure is one of those main fears that people have. So then they just don't even start because they have a fear of failure. And fear kills more dreams than failures do. Let me say that again. <laughs> fear kills more dreams than failures do. And why am I saying that? Because there's so many people out there that are so afraid, including myself. I have a number of fears myself. Uh, but there's so many people that have so many fears that they just don't even try so they don't win or fail. They don't win or fail because they didn't even try, okay? So please write down some things you need to evict and maybe even write down two or three things that are fears that you have so that we can look at them and see what's going on with them, okay? Why are these fears so powerful? Why? And the other part of that is, is it something that we built up in our minds or is it really something that has happened or not? Are we basing it on other people because we're comparing ourselves to other people and what they've done? And because of what they've done, the things that they've accomplished or maybe even the things that they've done and we saw how somebody else failed, then we put ourselves in their shoes and then judge ourselves, bring that onto ourselves that, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail or, oh my gosh, they're just so great. I'll never live up to being as great as they are. So I shouldn't even try. My brothers and my sisters, I just want to share with you that this may be something that you've heard before. So maybe I'm validating for you something that you've heard before. And if you haven't heard this, then I want you to hear me today that no one can beat you at being you. And I'll say that again. No one can beat you at being you. And that there's someone out there that needs specifically to hear how you do what you do and have you explain it the way that you explain it so that they can then fulfill their purpose. Do you understand what I mean? So, Everybody has people that they're drawn to, people that they connect with, people that they listen to, 
or people that have said something that someone else has said and they're like, oh my gosh, that's the same thing that my mom said or that's the same thing that my friend said and maybe this is true about me. So you need to continue to do what you do and say what you say because you never know if it's that seed that someone else needs in order to move on for them to fulfill their purpose. But if you let fear cause you not to do the things that you were put on this earth to do, then you're also hindering other people from, for, from fulfilling their purpose. So the theme today of the show is evict. What is it that we need to evict? What is it that we need to banish? What is it that we need to get out in order for us to be able to rise to the level that we need to be in order to live the life that we deserve? What is it? So there may or may not be time to go through all of the points because part of what I want to get through today is the self-analysis of what is it. So if you're listening to this show, if you're watching this show and want to go ahead and close your eyes right now and just uh, think about what we're talking about, that would be great. Now, one of the things when we talk about mindset, when we talk about mindfulness, is that we're talking about the fact that there is an attitude and there is a reality around what mindfulness and what mindset is. Because it's a practice and it is an attitude. And what do I mean by that? A practice means that there's a part that is about doing, right? And then the attitude is the part that is thinking. So it's what we do and it's what we think that go into the totality in two simple words, related to what mindfulness is and mindset. So when I talk about mindset, I'm talking about what we do and I'm talking about what we think. So what I want us to do right now is just close our eyes, take a deep breath in and release. Another one, take a deep breath in and release. One more time, take a deep breath in and release. And whether you open your eyes right now or not, I want you to think about those things so that we can just put them all out on the table. Think about those things that we need to evict. We just did a vision board party uh, this past weekend, just a few days ago. And I talked to the people there about what is it that uh, went some explanations of what vision boards are for and all of that. We talked about what are some things that we need to do more of that we may need to put on our board and what are some things that we may need to do less of, okay? What are some things we need to do more of and what are some things we need to do less of? Now, if we think about that and we think about the word evict, is it that we need to evict overeating? Is it that we need to evict social drinking or, or drugs or uh, pornography? Like, what are the things that we need to do less of? And not do just less of it, but just totally evict it and banish it out of our lives, okay? It's not, oh, I'm just going to maybe just smoke a little less or I'm going to drink a little less. That's not evicting. Evicting is a harsh action, it's a harsh action. And in order to make transformation, yes, I'm saying on some stuff, you may need to just go cold turkey on it and just see where you can put positivity in your life to fill that void. And I'm not saying that it's not going to be easy. And I'm not saying that it's going to be hard. I'm saying that it's just something that you need to do. Okay. So when we had the vision board party, I talked about things that we could do less of and things that we could do more of related to um, maybe some generalities. But in this show, I'm talking about straight up eviction, straight up eviction. So when we think about who do we want to be, I keep going back to that. Who is it that we want to be? If you want to write down your purpose, if you already know your purpose in life, if that has already been revealed to you, 
all of what we're going to do ar around the word eviction is help you to build that up. Now, again, if you don't know the purpose for your life, maybe we can have a conversation about it. And I always invite people to either give me a call or send me an email if that's something that they want to know more about. And my phone number is 480-227-9743 if that's something that you want to discuss, 480-227-9743. And we can just talk about how do you determine what your life purpose is? So as we continue on with this show and we talk about the word evict, I want to talk about two words. I want to talk about two words. And when we, when we get to this, it's very important that we think about it in terms of eviction. The two words that I want to talk about is Rejection and redirection. Rejection and redirection. Rejection and redirection. See, sometimes we just let the old thing just come into our space and have power over us when it's really something that we should just reject. So if you even think back on today, are there some things that you allow to come into your space that you really should have rejected? Are there some things that you allow to come into your mind or even into your heart or even a person that you allow to come into your space that maybe you should have rejected? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't deal with people, that you should be a person that doesn't um, address conflict. But what I am saying is that sometimes you need to just step back, take that breath, and think about what just happened and how you can redirect your energy, redirect your words, redirect your thoughts in, in order to get the best result out of just happened. So the two words that we're talking about right now is rejection and redirection. Rejection and redirection. Now, with the word rejection, that has to go right straight back to a word that is connected with the theme for the show, which is evict. So what kind of things do we need to evict? What kind of things do we need to reject? In order for us to live a life of purpose, in order for us to fulfill our dreams and our destiny, we can't take everything with us. We can't take baggage with us. We can't take that mind trash with us. So what do we do with that mind trash? We take it out, we evict it, and we set that mind trash on fire. That's what we do. Because if it's set on fire, if it's in flames and there's nothing but ashes, and then those ashes just float away in the wind, they're no longer there. But if we just take them and we just put them in a nice little comfortable place so that we can pick them up again and, and continue to carry around that baggage, then we're going to have that baggage for a very long time. So I really am hoping that on this show today, you are able to hear the urgency in my voice in saying that it's time out for us holding on to things, holding on to people holding onto baggage that needs to be evicted. Let's not go into another year. Let's not go into another year carrying that same baggage. Let's just not do it. I have some things that I'm trying to work on myself that I just know that I cannot continue to take those things into this year. And you need to do the same. And that's why I said you need to write them down. Maybe if you just keep it to three, maybe if you just keep it to one, if you know that there's one particular thing that is just really holding you back, you can just keep it to one. The thing is, is that you just need to start. You just need to start. Pick one, pick two, pick three. Whatever it is you need to do, just start. Write them down so that you can be held accountable to them, so that you can know for sure, for sure, for sure that these are things that you're going to concentrate on evicting and then just go ahead and do it. 
Because whether it's a day from now, a week from now, a month, or even a year from now, you would be able to go back to that piece of paper or go back to your journal and see, wow, I really was able to evict. I really was able to reject that. I really was able to re, uh, redirect my energy into positivity. So one of the next points that I want to make is that anything and everything that happens to us and with us and through us and in us in life can be used as a lessons learned, okay? We can use anything that happens around us, to us, with us, in us, or even maybe for us or because of us as a lesson learned. So we reject the fact that we might think of that thing as something that was just horrible. And we redirect our mind to say that this is something that we can have as a lesson learned. Now, if you've listened to this show or watched this show before, you know that I talk about lessons learned. And when you have a lesson that's learned, what should you do? You should use the information to change it into a positive. Use the information where you can have days leading up to your strength where you may have to cry about it. Two, three hours, okay? If you're really like really upset about whatever this lesson learned was, you may have to cry day after day after day. You may have to be furious. You may have to have where you just are feeling like you cannot let this thing go. Then you need to talk to yourself about redirecting those thoughts, redirecting that energy into the positive of what were the lessons learned. And again, I'm saying that these are things that you need to write down. Write it down. What are the lessons learned? What are the lessons learned? If things continue to be things that come into your atmosphere, that come into your life, and you're not keeping track of these things, then you're not able to rise above them because then it really is just, you're just living your life existing. And I had that in one of my posts uh, a few days ago or a few weeks ago about we wake up, we exist, and we go to sleep. We wake up, we exist, we go to sleep. That's not life. That's not life. So when we talk about eviction, I'm going back to the point of the fact that we need to write these things down so that we know what it is that we're evicting and then we know what emotions we had wrapped around that, that we need to then pull away the lessons learned and apply those lessons to our life in a positive way. If we pull away the lessons learned, we're then not looking at those items in a way that is focusing on the negativity, focusing on the sad portion of it, focusing on how they did me wrong, focusing on how much money I lost, focusing on you know, what they physically did to me, the scars, or focusing on the mental scars if there's mental abuse, you can focus on the lesson so that you focus on the positive. And when I'm saying all these things, it's because I've had revelations in my life and I've had where I've had to do that myself is to really, really pull myself up to say, listen, girl, you need to really focus on the lessons learned. Apply that to my life and redirect my energy into using those lessons for a positive, into using those lessons for something that I can then go and tell someone else that has maybe that same kind of thing or the same, where we can apply the same kind of lesson to various uh, lessons that they have had to go through. You can apply it to be able to share either with them personally or even on an open forum like this. But what you should not do in my opinion is harbor all of that inside because what does that do? It only makes you continue to feel bad and then it makes you have health issues. There's so many people that have ulcers and, and health issues. There was this one study related to anxiety disorders that had, I don't know if it was like 204, 246 million people in the world that have some kind of anxiety disorder. 
That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people walking around here stressed and anxious. So if we're just all walking around here stressed and anxious, we're not putting ourselves in a position to live the life that we deserve. We're really not. We're really not. So I talk about starting the day with gratitude, starting the day with prayer, starting the day with looking at the plans that, that we've made the day before so that we can make sure that we keep ourselves on track. There's a lot of things that you can do that are not just things that people are saying. These are things that really work, you guys. It really, really works. A lot of these things are actually in this book, too. Uh, it's one of two book, one of two habit books that I'm in, uh, one of the best-selling books that I'm in, that gives you things that you can do on a daily basis in order to make your life more fulfilling. Now, this particular book has about 50 different authors. Uh, I'm one of the authors, and there's a lot of great stuff. We had a one habit fun. If you want to go on Voice America and listen to it, it was six hours of people talking about their habits, and you cannot implement all these habits all at once or any of them all at once, you need to just pick one. We talk about just picking one and wrap yourself around that and see how that works for you. And one of the ones that I have in there is to live yourself, live your life out loud and on purpose on a daily basis, to fearlessly live your life out loud on a daily basis. And the unhabit I have is related to complacency. A lot of us need to evict complacency from our life, evict stagnation from our life, where I said we get up, we exist, and we go to sleep. We get up, we exist, and go to sleep. And then we're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and it's like, where did my life go? What have I done in my life? What have I accomplished? Now, if you are complacent from the perspective that you're just okay, you're just chilling, and you don't really want to do any other things, and you impact who you impact, and if you don't, then you don't don't and you cool with that, then that's fine. Everybody has, you know, all different things that they want to do. But if you do have ambition, if you have ambition, but have not put action to your ambition, then I want to encourage you to read books like this. And the moment that I tell you that it's today, the day to buy this book, that you go out and buy this book into the new because it tells you a lot on how to handle change. It tells you how to handle new things that come into your life every day. We all have new things that happen, whether it's a new car, a new home. It may not even have to be anything like that. It could be a new accident that just happened on the street and you have to navigate your way around it. You could have a new job, a new child. You could even have a new relationship or a new breakup. There's a lot of change that happens in our life on a daily basis. And how we handle it or don't handle it is where the rubber meets the road. And that is where we determine, again, who do we want to be? And what I mean is when things happen, when change happens, do we fret over it? Or do we embrace it and then move on to work it in her favor. Let me say that again. When things happen in our life, do, are we fearful or do we embrace it and find a way to find the positive in it and work it to our favor? Now, I know that that might seem uh, where it's, what is the saying, easier said than done. <laughs> but if you put some of these techniques in place that I'm talking about, then it is where you can spend that time being positive. You can spend that time where you reject what you need to reject and redirect your energy. So there's a number of words that I'm throwing out here on this show today that I want to make sure that you're grasping. And hopefully, if you are in this mindset of wanting to make some changes in your life, you're actually writing these things down. Obviously, you know that the main word for this show is evict. I've talked about a number of other words. The two that I'm going back to right now is rejection and redirection. And I've also talked about pen and paper or your tablet or whatever it is. Because you need to know what things you need to reject. And you need to know how you're going to redirect your energy to make this into a lesson learned. Okay? And so I pray that... Some things have been said related to this particular portion of the show. We're going to go into another portion now, but 
I pray that there's been something that has been said that gives you information on how you can use your mind in a manner that helps you to redirect that energy. And part of it starts with knowing who you want to be and even the opposite. Who is it that you don't want to be? I don't want to be that person that's always complaining. I don't want to be that person that gossips anymore. I don't want to be that person that overeats anymore. I don't want to be that person that wakes up late and then the whole day is just gone and I haven't accomplished anything anymore. So you have to know what you don't want to be as well as what you want to be. And there's ways of going about that. There's a lot of different charts and lists in here and questions that allow you to, to make some of those decisions. But do some of these exercises, even the breathing exercise that, that I did earlier. If you missed it, you can go ahead and rewind it or, or watch the show again and get it. And we are going to be also talking about Mind Shift 27 which basically is called Thrive 27. And it is a technique that happens in 27 seconds once you've mastered the technique that gives you what you need in your mind and in your spirit to be able to bring your mind to where it needs to be to make the decisions that you need to make. And you can even do it in 27 seconds. So as we take a commercial break that I have to announce uh, based on what we do on, on the radio station. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about what happens after you do the eviction. We'll be right back. Okay. So welcome back to our show. And I appreciate you being on with us again today. We have, over the last several months, added on a number of other countries. So I think if I do the count, and I'll have to make sure that I do, that we're up to 40 countries of people that have tuned into our show. I think we just had someone from Peru and from Spain and one other place that uh, I don't believe was on our list before that have tuned in. So I really appreciate that. That is just so, so cool that there's people from all over the world that are listening to the show. And I, I pray that you're really getting something out of it. So what we've been talking about so far is the word evict, what that actually means, the fact that it is a forceful act, the fact that it's something that you actually have to do in order to make space in your mind and in your life to be able to put in the things that should be there in order for you to rise to the level that you need to be so that you can be catapulted into the life that you deserve, okay? So what I want to talk about now is what happens after you do the eviction. Well, after you do the eviction, you now need to have where you start putting things in. And one of the things that I had already talked about putting in is positivity, Positivity. And the fact that part of it has to do with what actions you're going to take. What actions are you going to take now that you have taken all of these things out of your mind that need to be out of your mind? So my theme for this year, and a number of you have heard it already, is action over words. Action over words. That was the name of our vision party and it's the name of the boot camp that we will be starting here soon i'll be posting some more information on that it's a free boot camp that we will be having that you will be able to enroll in and then come online and go through the lessons with us uh, on a number of different ways that you can understand how to really utilize action over words but before we get to the actual boot camp I want to get you familiar with these words. Action over words. What does that even mean? Well, what it means is that there's so many of us, including me, that a lot of times we're just so into talking about what it is that we want to do or what, what we should do and what we have plans for, and none of it gets done. So that's just words upon words and more words on words as opposed to being action over words. So what I want you to do this year and for the rest of your life is to get into putting in 
action. Put in the do. Don't just write out what you want to do or don't just think about what you want to do and not do it. Let's get some action over words. Let's get where you are actually doing the things that you've put on your vision board or doing things that you've thought of in your mind that you wanted to do for years and just never have done. Positive things, okay? We're not talking about things that are illegal or things that are not positive. So if you wanted to write a book, if you wanted to start a business, if you wanted to get yourself in shape, if you wanted to be in the right mindset to start a new relationship, if you wanted to get that promotion, if you wanted to have children, if you wanted to buy a bicycle, a car, or a boat, whatever it is that it, you wanted to do that you did not do, why is that? Part of it is because we talk so much about a lot and we don't put in the action. So not saying that we shouldn't talk, but I'm saying that if there is something, then you need to, back in the, in the hood, we talk about put up or shut up. And that's really, I think, what I'm saying when I'm talking about action over words. And the Bible even talks about, you know, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. And so part of the hearing part is that I've said this before, too, is that there's a lot of people, and I've seen them, and I know them, and I, and I see them post things on Facebook, and, I, and, and it's not anything against anybody, but what I'm saying is if you're just a, um, what do you call it, a seminar junkie and you go and you get all of this information, but we never see where you're posting about what you're doing with the information, I'm just saying that maybe you should question whether you could, should continue to go. Some people go, though, as a social uh, gathering because they're not really there to be where they're implementing stuff. They're just there from a social perspective. And so I get that. So if that's what you are, that's what you want to do, then, then that's fine. Because this is not a judgment uh, comment. This is just a comment that if this is you, where you're going, and you really want to do something, but you're just not doing the do part, then this is for you. If you're going and you're being fulfilled because you're there from a social perspective, then that's fine. But if it's not, if you're the person <laughs> that really wants to do, but you're letting that word, that four-letter word of fear get to you that we talked about earlier, all of the different kinds of fear, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of losing money, you know, whatever the fear may be, and then it causes you not to do, fear of embarrassment, then we need to talk about that and how to get that off of you. We really do. We really do. So please think about action over words. Action over words. Now, some people may say, well, Crystal, how, how do I do that? How do I just release everything and just move on? Well, some things take more time for, up, for some people than it does for others. But the first step, as we said, is writing things down so that you know what it is that you need to evict. And having a mentor, having a coach, having a friend, someone who can help you to get through some of the next steps that you need to do in your life. And I know that fear is one of the biggest things that keeps people from doing anything. And that's why I said that the fear of failure really keeps more people down than the actual failure itself. Because the failure is where you tried and then you can then use that experience as a lesson learned, and then you can try again. And some people fail, and then they just never try again. And I say that tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. Use it to your advantage and try again. But don't just try again because the if you do the same thing, over and over and over again, then that's called insanity. You know, if you're not getting the results that you're trying, that you want to get, then that's just called insanity. And so I'm not telling you to be insane. I'm telling you to try, write down the lessons learned and try to see how you can maybe 
put some some little changes and some some augmentation on on land and try again. And then even if you do fail, try again. I continue to talk about athletes, even Michael Jordan and other people that uh, were rejected from teams that, you know, that didn't even want to sign them on or they when even when they are in a certain sport, sometimes you, you don't make every basketball uh, shot. There's nobody I don't think that's 100% from the free throw line. Like every time, every time you're going to miss some. It's time for the, the Super Bowl coming up. Yay, Casey. <laughs> uh, but everybody doesn't make every touchdown. So you miss a touchdown or you're the kicker and you miss a field goal and then you just don't try a, a field goal ever again. Oh, come on. How many field goals have they missed? They've missed a lot. Now, you have to be good. You have to be where you've made a number of them in order to be even considered to be in on a professional team. But that didn't happen because they made every single one. And guess what? There are a lot of people that are on the injury list in sports. Oh my gosh, there's so many people that get carted off every single game. There's so many people that you don't even see get carted off because they got hurt in uh, the practice or they got hurt in preseason, okay? But what they did, most of them, they got back up they did the rehab that they needed to do, and they tried again. Now, those particular people, you know, they're making actual money, you know, making thousands of dollars, some of them making millions of dollars. And so that kind of gives you a little bit of incentive to try. For some of them, some people, I just don't understand how you, know, you have, like, these awesome big dollar contracts, and then you go choose to do something crazy like do a drug deal or something like that. But why is that? It's because of the mind and it's because of them not being able to pull themselves from things that they know that they should reject and re redirect that energy. So this show is for even people like that because athletes, if, there, if there's an athlete out there that needs a life coach, you can give me a call because we talk about how, when we have these sessions, we talk about how you can redirect, how you can redirect and how you can reject the things that you need to reject and redirect that energy into positivity. So when we were talking about the sports analogy, there's so many people that have been injured and they have to do the rehab and then they get to be back on the field. So part of what I'm talking about today is the rehab time frame. The rehab time frame where it would be that you are taking time out, you're pulling yourself away from your family and friends or whatever your activities are for a certain period of time. Maybe you take 10, 15 minutes every day and then you take it to 30 minutes every day, an hour to spend time with yourself, spend time with your mind, spend time with who you want to be and start building on who you want to be. And then I tell you that, you know, in no time, it's going to be where you've identified these things and you're able to redirect, and then you can start living above your best. Parents tell their children to try their best, but once they've tried their best and then they achieve whatever it is, then now they have a new goal that they need to set to be above their best. And the three areas that we look at are really making sure that our mind is not a, a battlefield, that our heart, our spirit is, is pure, and that our actions are actions that can take us to the next level. So obviously some people lead with their heart, some people lead with their mind, some people are doers. All of it comes together to be that we're using all of this in order to take ourselves to the next place in our life related to our dreams to destiny. So I hope the, um, the show was informative for you today. I hope that you got something out of it that you can share with some other people that can help them to be above their best, 
help them to evict things out of their mind that they need to evict. And I would love to hear from you, whether it's an inbox or whether it's a message on the show or whether it's an email. I would love to hear that you've been able to do some of those things. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing some other research. Some of you have participated. Thank you very much in uh, some of the things that I've done on SurveyMe before related to uh, a number of things. One was related to habits. One was related to the word success that is in one of my other books. And the most recent one was with how we think about money and when were we taught about money. And so there's going to be some other surveys that we're going to do because I love research. I love to hear your, your comments and uh, everything is anonymous. I don't know, you know, who's responding to what unless you do end up putting your name in there. But um, that would be where you would just type it in because there's no place uh, to collect that information. It's, it's all anonymous. So we've gotten responses from people all over the world uh, uh, because and I know part of that is because depending on what survey I have, I might put, you know, what country are you from? And so please, if you can help us with some of our upcoming research, it would just be awesome. And then I use those as part of what I have as statistics and analytics that I then compare other studies related to universities or hospitals and other groups that have taken, uh, collected some of that same type of information. I, I kind of compare my information to what they have and see how well my population lines up. So just keep that in mind. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is that if you are looking to change your life, if you are looking for more out of life, uh, there is a workshop that's coming up in March and it is the weekend of wealth and peace of mind. The actual president of Think and Grow Rich Institute is going to be teaching and there will also be representatives of the Napoleon Hill Foundation that will be there as well. It's going to be held in Mesa, uh, Arizona, which is in the Phoenix, Arizona area. So if you want more information on that, you can go to thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. That's thinkandgrowricheventbrite. Bright is B-R-I-T-E.com and get more information on that. It's going to be an amazing time. It's on March 5th, 6th, and 7th. And like I said, the actual president of, Nepal, of the Think and Grow Rich Institute is going to be teaching it. So you'll be seeing some more information on that as well. Remember, we're here to help you to evict the barriers that are in your life so that you can then be catapulted into the life that you deserve. So please think about that word. Think about the hand motions so that you're not just sitting there thinking. Say things out loud. Write things down. Do the hand motions. And use all of this information from all the shows that we have to help you to be the best you that you can possibly be. All right? Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I hope you have a blessed, blessed rest of your day. And we will be with you again on next week. Thank you. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Join us in Arizona on March 5th, 6th, and 7th for the Weekend of Wealth, taught by the Think and Grow Rich Institute president himself and representatives of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. The book Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill years ago and remains the go-to book and a continued bestseller for self-help all over the world. Why? Because it works. Over 100 million people have experienced the transforming power of Napoleon Hill's teachings. Now you can too. The Think and Grow Rich Institute Weekend of Wealth is the next step for those who want to truly transform their lives forever. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. There's amazing discounts along with a free youth wealth forum for the children of all attendees. Now that's a good deal. Join us for the Weekend of Wealth and experience Arizona's beautiful hiking trail shopping, golf, and much more. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. Register today and change your life forever. 
Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.